critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, thinkers, what is up? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast, where you get a little bit smarter every time you listen. And I just want to say I am away from home right now. So I'm recording this little intro on my phone instead of my microphone. So if the sound is a little bit different or off, I apologize, but that's why. So let's dive in. We're going to start off today by reviewing a fallacy that we covered earlier this season, the fallacy of ignoring a common cause. Okay. Do you want to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what the fallacy of ignoring a common cause is? Okay. So the fallacy of ignoring a common cause happens when someone thinks that one thing causes another thing just because those two things are often connected. They don't stop to consider that there could be something else causing that particular outcome. So the question to ask yourself to avoid the fallacy of ignoring a common cause is this, could there be a third source that's causing both of these issues? So if you want to review or hear more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 144. And I know we've gotten a lot of new listeners recently. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I just want to encourage you, if you're new to the podcast, go back and start listening from the beginning of this season, of season one. This podcast kind of builds on itself and you'll definitely get more out of it that way if you listen through in order. All right, guys, do you need a clear, easy to follow math tutorial for your kids? I encourage you to check out our sponsor, CTC Math. CTC Math offers video tutorials, and it's kind of like having a personal teacher for your kids. So these tutorials will ensure that your kids get the key concepts before they move on to the practice. So if you're interested in learning more, visit ctcmath.com and let it help you make math learning enjoyable and effective in your family. Okay, guys, so let's dive in. Today, we are continuing on our series of statistical fallacies. And today's part number five, the base rate fallacy. Okay. Welcome back, Thomas. Thank you for being here as we go through this mini series on statistical fallacies. So today we are talking about the base rate fallacy. So can you give us a definition of what is the base rate fallacy? Base rate fallacy is when the base or fundamental rate um, that you have is ignored, such as uh, if you're doing some sort of uh, medical test and uh, the test is uh, 99% accurate, but you've got, you're testing for an extremely rare disease. Then the idea is like, well, uh, even though your your disease is, is so, so rare, it comes back positive, it's much more likely to be a false positive because what, you're, what you've got is so rare. Um, it, it ignores the idea that, um, Again, the the whole idea of it's almost like the, the idea if it's too good to be true, then it probably is. And so that's why you want to take into consideration. It's like, oh, wait, I found the golden ticket. Well, the, the chances are so low. You might want to examine that's what you have. If you just ignore 
the rate that these things happen or uh, it's really what anyone does when they buy a lottery ticket. Uh, they ignore the base rate. They're like, oh, now's my chance. You, the, your chances of winning are so low. <laughs> you should probably take that in consideration. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you had uh, written on here about the magic coin. The friend tells you about a magic coin that lands on its head, lands on heads 95% of the time. But when you flip it, it's tails, right? So even a 95% chance doesn't mean it'll always always be heads. And I thought that was a really great way of summing that up. Right. Because it it kind of works from, from both ways because you think, oh, 95%, I got a really good chance. But there's a 5% you don't. So that's why when you actually do something, again, even if you had really, really good odds and it doesn't, that's the, the nature of it. It wasn't a, a perfect chance. I almost think of... Um, and 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 I don't know if you'll appreciate this. The movie Dumb and Dumber, when uh, that Jim Carrey, I think it was Jim Carrey, he was like, you know, is is, is there any chance? And she's like, she's like, well, it's one in a million or something like that. So there's a chance. Like he got so yes. excited. <laughs> That's base rate fallacy. That's ignoring. Yes. That's, That's good to me. And to me, that almost falls under the category of a bias. It's almost like we have this bias toward thinking, oh, but there's a chance. And we get all our hopes up, even though it's so statistically, yeah, um, yep. not tilted in our favor. So what what would you say is the nature of the problem behind the base rate fallacy? It's just ignoring the actual uh, chance that you've got. And again, it's it's where if, if you're looking at it, uh, the question is, what is my real chance that this is going to happen so that way if it's um really high probability with minuscule chances that it won't happen that's important but when you when you look at it and you say oh well it's only you know nine out of ten so i should be good you're ignoring you know the ten percent of that time so have you really considered the rate have you really considered the chance that this is going to happen and what does that what does that mean for you? So that's that's where you don't want to, again, ignore that. You don't set that aside. Be realistic about what your chances are. Yep. Nope. That's good. And I think um, I have a husband who tends toward being very positive about things. And I think when somebody is naturally a positive person, they tend to not want to look at the statistics if the statistics show that things might not necessarily turn out great for them because they just want to look at the positive side of things. So that's kind that's, of a base rate. <laughs> that's exactly what would happen with the pessimist and the optimist. Both of them would do that. That yes. if your chances are really good, the, the optimist, well, I'm just going to ignore you know the bad chances. And for the, the pessimist, they're going to be like, well, I, I know there's, you know, the chances, they don't even go the other way. I know the chances are really good, but you know what? I'm just not going to, it just won't work for me because again, they're, they're ignoring, they're not being realistic about what they have. That's awesome. All right. Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate that. That's it for today. You guys remember when you learn how to think you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. 
I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.